Warning, the following podcast may contain language that some listeners may find offensive or confusing or intriguing. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the 3v3 podcast, your socially distanced hockey chat show. Here are your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. So is this Fashion Week 2.0, or are we just going to say there was some good, there was some meh, and there was some, uh, I did this at 11.59, and hit submit. <laughs> like most NHL teams. Um, <clears throat> now I saw the St. Louis Blues had like tweeted a picture of all the jerseys that they're using this year. <laughs> They're like, oh, we finally gone Oregon Ducks. <laughs> They're up to four. You know, no, no, uh, St. Louis. They're up to five. Oh, five. I'm sorry. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna wear they're gonna wear the Gretzky um, knockoffs as uh, well. Oh dear. Oh, Ooh. I just now saw that. Oh dear God in heaven. Okay. Writing on coattails. You gotta love that. I, I will have to reach out to some St. Louis fans that I know to see if they hate them just as much as Washington fans hate the Weagle. Oh, we or excuse the, me. The Squeagle. The Squeagle. Yeah. The the Weagle is the W logo where it, it, it creates that silhouette of the of the Capitol building because, you know, you got to hide something in your logo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like all the people who still don't realize that the uh, uh, Atlanta Thrasher's jersey was actually a bird. <laughs> what? That that one mystified me beyond anything else. The Thrasher you know, is a the, bird. <laughs> not understanding the Nordiques logo is an igloo is one thing because 1980s graphics design was garbage and logos like the aforementioned St. Louis blue reverse retro logo is not good. The jersey's fine, whatever. But half the logos in this league are not good. And one just needs to be thrown out entirely and changed, but yeah. And sh- boy, did they obscure that on the shoulder patch of um, the uh, fabric runoff jersey, version one. Detroit got the scraps and the other. Yeah, so... Did Detroit and Chicago? Did they not have like a league call to say, okay, these are the kind of these are the jerseys we're doing? And did one or Chicago or Detroit like miss that call? Because they have pretty much the same jersey for their reverse retro, with the same font, no less. How the heck did that happen? Original six gonna original six at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> There should be a law against that. Do do keep in mind a team spelled their name wrong for how many years and no one noticed because. Well, they were confused by whether it was two spaces after a period or a single space after a period. And they were always wrong. (laughs) No matter which era they were in, they were always wrong. Mm -hmm. Because they were in the typewriter era. There was only one correct answer, and they still missed the assignment. Yeah. Um, I will have two comments, and then that will be it for me on this subject. Mm -hmm. Anybody who hates 
the um the Oilers spawn thirds can go pound sand. You are 100% incorrect. The original was iconic, and you suck. And they managed to make it look cooler by adding the original orange into it. So you can go pound sand. Mm -hmm. Um, I dearly really want a Montreal third with 51 Randy Johnson on the back. If they're gonna if they're gonna rip off the expos, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it full expo. Uh, Randy Johnson, who is now a professional photographer for the NFL. But do you know his corporate branded logo? <laughs> this is the best thing ever. He's not just a professional. He, he's not just professional photographer for the for the NHL. He's actually a professional photographer. No, he I know. Is, yeah, he, 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 yeah, he, he does tours. Right, he does. He yeah, he he does work for. He's a freelance professional photographer. Yeah, but he, he does, does also do like NFL games as well as like concert tours and things like that. Yes, he was a he is a massive Rush fan and went out and. Um, uh, photograph Rush's last tour with them. So, so yes. So Pat, please uh, let everyone know what, what his photography studio logo is because it's awesome. Um, it's what I would describe as an upside down bird, as if it was just impaled by a ninety-nine mile per, per hour fastball, and things mm. happened. <laughs> Oh my god, that's just the best thing ever. It's just the best thing ever. He, you know, it, if you're gonna be famous for one of the weirdest things ever, <laughs> right? And he's and he's got a lot to be famous for in his playing career. Let's be right. honest. Right. He had yeah. a lot of weird things. <laughs> but the logo is just. Oh my God! It, it it's it's the upside down bird with just a few feathers kind of floating around it that I think makes it for me as well. Yeah. If you're gonna lean into something, lean into something all the way. And oh yeah. Good things happen. It, or bad things. Don't be mad. You know, and it it's still just. You go up to his website, which is, by the way, I'll just go ahead and promote it here. RJ51photos.com. That's RJ, as in Randy Johnson, 51photos.com. And his his landing page has got a shot of Get Alex and Neil from the last song on the last date of their tour. And it's just... It... Yeah. For those who don't know who Randy Johnson is, Randy Johnson is, he was a major league baseball pitcher. Because not everyone's a baseball fan, and he's been oh. retired for quite a while, so. They're, they're <laughs> listening to us, they, they, who knows what they are. Right. <laughs> you get, you deserve what you get when you listen to us. <laughs> exactly. Damn right. Uh, but back to the jerseys. Actually, I really, I really liked the LA Kings. I was okay with it. Just kind of, kind of, you know, leave it there. But um... the the Islanders perplexed me. They took the wave out and then they put the stripes on angles. Mhm. Mm 
I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. And didn't they keep the angled or slanted numbers? As well? uh, yes. 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 They're they're, they're lightly invert inverted and italicized. Oh no! But did you did you hear? Did you hear that the Philadelphia Flyers, when they wear their reverse retro jerseys at warmups, are going to be wearing Cooperalls? Cooperall. Cooperalls are crap. <laughs> They're garbage. Whatever the CCM knockoff of them were just as bad too. Why do you think roller hockey players have baggy pants instead of that straight line look? It's because you can't move in the things. It's just like Brass Bonanza. It's all the nostalgia for something they remember from when people were teenagers. They think they were cool. It was really garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for those wondering about the Seattle Krakens jerseys, that's actually a take on, on the a minor league hockey team that was in Seattle in the 1950s. And it should rate above the aforementioned Chicago hockey team, Detroit hockey team. Oh, who else really phoned it in? The Flyers did. The oh, the Canes did. The Leafs. Oh, the Leafs. I mean, no, at least the Jets. Leafs looks good. The Jets did. I'm looking at half of these jerseys thinking, Pittsburgh. did they even do anything? I, I swear to God, these are the regular jerseys. <laughs> Predators. It's just a different of, crest, right? They just took one. No, they, that was that was that a was horrible, that was a crest they had on horrible alternates that they forced Peter Forsberg to wear. The mustard jerseys. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, that crest was also used. They had a a, a, a dark sort of almost navy blue version of it too. Yeah, you made me sad. I forgot that Peter Forsberg played in Nashville, and I actually went to Nashville to watch him play once. Yeah. Um, I was really hoping the Mooderous would come back for Dallas, but... Mm-mm. I mean, the Islanders have leaned into the, to you know, the Stan Fish. Fischler, Gorton's Fisherman. The Fish thing. Sticks jersey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really was kind and, of hoping the Stars might might have brought back the Mooderous. Yeah. I think they're going to avoid using that forever. <laughs> Uh, and who can blame them? <laughs> so, so I do have another question. So, the Florida Panthers using sky blue—is it just because they're in Florida and it's got blue skies? I don't understand the sky blue. It has been hidden in their wordmark and logo for decades. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't pay that. And also, it looks there. good. Does it, though? <laughs> um, it looks different enough. It pops. It Whether it's a great jersey, who cares? It's it's attempt at fun. Okay. I'd rather attempt and fail rather than be the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Now, this I will agree with you 100%, except for the Canes and the, and the Penguins, who basically just photocopied, you know, the, the Canes just basically... Um, dipped the exposure, you know, did did the color inversion on their regular road jerseys and just said, here you go. And the Penguins just took one of the Robo Penguin sweaters that Lemieux wore during his heyday and photocopied it. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ottawa didn't really do anything either. The and the Rangers just recolored a jersey 
from their past, like ever so slightly. And it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Tampa understood the assignment. They did something that looks ugly, but it's kind so of catch. It's catch. Which is fine. I mean, you know, there's, you know, there's room in the world for kitsch. I, I am disappointed that Colorado decided to not re, reuse their um, Nordique jersey. That made me sad. I wanted one, and I didn't buy one last year. You know, I I think you can lean into the nostalgia once, but after you do it once, you got to move on to something else. Like, I'm glad. Well, the Canes just gave up because apparently they have six different jerseys this year. But they didn't go back to the Whalers well. The, uh, That's something. But, yeah. I mean, New Jersey went to the whole, I mean, New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey and Colorado's are just two sides of the same coin. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I really appreciate the avalanche paying tribute to the Devils. I know. <laughs> you know? And the Devils paying tribute to the team that became the Devils. Right. And, and I'm, I'm all for it. It works. And and the Ducks just basically said, hey, you know that iconic Ducks sweater? Let's just put our current colors on it. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. So with that, And though, it looks better than anything that they currently wear. This is true. But with that, though, isn't there, like, cop- Disney copyright issues with that logo? No. No, the team they, owns they that? the rights. Okay. Well, yes, they got okay. it in the deal. However, when the new owners acquired the club, they started switching to this orange and black because they're in Orange County, California. And the eggplant jerseys weren't as great as people think they are. They are better than 90% of what the current NHL has, but... I liked the original color scheme. The logo is okay, I guess, but... Pigplant and teal or whatever it was, I thought was, it's a nice original color scheme that maybe they should have kept instead of going with the flyers. It's, it's the nineties colors, right? And Brian Burke didn't like them. And let's be honest, that's who it was, right? I mean, it's the sharks. Sharks went with, sharks kept their nineties colors. Mm, okay. I, not, not with this one. <laughs> not with no, this jersey. No, 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 no not, not even, not even, Cassie, not even. I will, uh, I will point you in the direction of, of some. How do I want to put this without sounding rude? Eagle-eyed Sharks fans who will tell you about how they hate the new teal because mm. it's actually it, nowhere near the old teal. It's like right. the Flyers' current tone of orange versus what they wore 70s through 90s. Correct. I see. We're getting particular. I got it. Well, to be fair, if you if you saw one of the original Shark sweaters, you'd be like, oh, holy crap, their new one isn't anywhere even close. Because it was, it was really a lighter teal than what they've had for ages. I mean, even their new one, which they still look like cucumbers with the stupid pants and the helmets and the everything, they look like <laughs> cucumbers. They just look like skating. And if they had a good team, they would have a competitive advantage because you would always know which, who is your teammate and who is not. So, but here's however, my point. Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, however, having a nice contrasting uniform from the other team is a great thing. But 
their mm -hmm. team is terrible. I wasn't going with like particular shades of teal. I was just going with teal. Oh, so they, <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. They kept it in the ballpark, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, teal was very much a 90s color. As opposed to rebranding the, the entire color scheme. I see what you're getting at. Right. You know, like Anaheim did. But I applaud them for ditching silver. They didn't do it well. The sharks? Excuse me, gray. From their original palette. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Meh. gray. Meh. Meh, don't care. But I, I will say this. Three cheers to the Bruins for getting the bonus points and using Brad Marchand to model the jersey for all the uh, players on the team and getting their instant reaction. Mm -hmm. Well done. <laughs> the consensus was love the jersey, hate the model. Mm -hmm. I, I just let it go, people. He's a pain in the ass on the ice, which is exactly everything you want. On your team, but not playing against. Right. right. So respect the player and respect his game. Love and I guys. respect the Bruins for just leaning into that and letting the teammates, you know, poke him a little. Because it's fun. So so let us let us discuss Vegas. Vegas with their glow-in-the-dark lettering and stuff on their jerseys, and also black light, of course, because it's Vegas. But um, they were trying to pass it off as if we were a 90s team, this would have been our 90s like look. And I can kind of believe it because it's a black jersey. Mm -hmm. Okay. It would have had, like, pink or teal on it, though, because that was a 90s thing. <laughs> The numbers. But it's going to look great during the pregame introduction. Oh, yeah. Uh, when the lights are turned down and not while, you know, the game is in progress, it'll be fine. Oh, boy. Howdy. Live in-game scoring updates in what was a 4-4 game with seven minutes left in the third period. Or a 4-3 game, the Seattle Kraken were leading, has now become a 5-4 game. The Chicago Blackhawks are leading thanks to goals by Tyler mm -hmm. Johnson. Free Tyler Johnson. Uh, <laughs> I can't see who scored this one. Oh, Dickinson. Jason Dickinson. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the suck hard for Bedard Fest has officially begun in Seattle. <clears throat> it's interesting how so many teams are getting such an early start at that this year. Yeah, I mean, I this is like what I mean, San Jose had to go over to Europe to do it. Well, they wanted to make sure that they got, you know, the full effect in. That there was no doubt by the time that, you know, no one had any expectations left by halfway through October. Correct. Hmm. Kind of. Though. And Seattle has clearly been watching too much Canucks coverage because they looked like an NHL hockey team on Friday night. And then there's this. Yeah, how do you go? Where they had a two nothing lead early. How do you go out and beat the Colorado Avalanche? Now, granted, the Avalanche probably, you know, trap game. Yeah. They still have Kale McCarr. But yeah, but Landis Cog's out. They still have Nathan McKinnon. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Miko Rantanen. Yes. Valerie Dechushkin. Mm-hmm. Bowen Byram. Mm-hmm. They also, but Burkowski just Gerard. signed with, with uh, Seattle. So it's like, oh, let me tell you all their secrets. <laughs> and it was a game on the road. So. <clears throat> the sign of a good team is consistency, not who they beat. But, you know, that's just I'm, my thing. I'm <laughs> going to sit here and laugh because hello, Toronto. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I, I saw all the preseason predictions about Toronto making it to, like, the final. And I'm like, wow, you guys are aiming big this year. <laughs> oh, they aim big every year. I know, but they were going way over the top big. Like, oh, they're – I mean, I saw, like, half of – half of the quote-unquote national media that's in Toronto, um, like saying that the Leafs had a really serious chance at the Stanley Cup this year. And I'm just like, huh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> sure they do. <laughs> you, you do you, folks. You do you. Enjoy that while it lasts, which isn't going to be terribly long. <laughs> the Coyotes understood the homework. I'm looking at it now. They did. They didn't pander to their get to their hosts, but you know, it looks like something that'd be in the background of the Arizona State game. Ouch! I like it. Ouch. Back during the summer when I had free time, I did try to come up with a a golden maroon Coyotes concept and pretty much colored the logo the exact same way. So there you go. See, the one that baffled me, like truly baffled me out of all of them, once I could find it, because I, I didn't see the team put up their logo when they announced it. I just saw the the aggregate of every all the all the jerseys together in one shot. Is it took me forever to find the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> and then I found them and I was like, oh, what are they doing with that? <laughs> there has been Bad jersey. There has been just such an outcry, a scream, a a groundswell, whatever you want to call it, for the Johnny Canuck logo to be more prominent in Vancouver marketing and everything. For some reason, I don't know why, there is a large, loud segment of their fan base that just freaking loves the Johnny Canuck. And I think it goes back to the whole expansion thing. Okay. So this is telling those people, here you go, now sit down and shut up, okay? Here's your Johnny Canuck sweater that you guys have been screaming about for decades. Now go away. Because they were these are the people that were infuriated by the whale, the orca. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've they've never really had an identifiable logo. You think about it; it's it's Vancouver's been the least logo team for ages. I know what if I ask the question, I know what answers I'm going to get. Pat, yeah, what do you think of as the crest of the? What do you think of as the logos for the for the Canucks? Flying skate, right. <clears throat> 
And for decades. And might I add, that, it's not a good logo either. No. But that's. You identify. That's, 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 that's yeah, that's the logo I go with. Yeah. I, I'm from a little earlier vintage. I go with the the um, candy corn V's, which had no mm-hmm. logo, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for decades, they went with the flying skate, and then the flying skate became, you know, sort of like the Mariners, right? The Mariners, people always said that an inverted trident was bad luck, so using it that way was, you know, the reason the team sucked for all those years, uh-huh. which really wasn't the reason but everyone was joking that the skate was going downhill like their franchise so anyway so obviously in steps yorker group they buy it hey let's rebrand let's finally get us some some form of an iconic logo that people can associate let's use an orca because we're orca entertainment and let's go get mark messier and then the whole thing blew up in their face <laughs> i'm sorry they got mark messier yeah Cooper fans have never said no no this. we don't talk about that <laughs> Well, what what people really don't talk about was Mark Messier was a shark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, so the the thing too is that with this particular Johnny Canuck logo, it's pretty much like their AHL teams logo. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. They Abbott bought Sport. the logos in uh, bulk. Abbott Sport. Makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of you know. That's, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm surprised Adidas is doing this considering they're bailing out of the game pretty soon. This you know what? Kudos to them for this. This is their resume. Not that they really need one because they can do whatever they want. But they're putting out a decent effort for the teams that would let them. They got Lou to use the fishermen. I mean, I wonder if they hid it from him. <laughs> I wonder if they lewd Lou. Uh, no, they probably they probably backed him into a corner. He said, "Fine, just lose the wave at the bottom." <laughs> ah, no. You know what? I think that I think that's the compromise he he settled for. Imagine that meeting. Uh, no, no, no! It wouldn't be that meeting. It would be, it would be everybody deciding that, but Lou, and then one person going to Lou, <laughs> say, "This is this no, is what, what was decided." That's, that's what I mean. That 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 the meeting with that one person, yeah, <laughs> whomever the head of design or whatever was from Adidas, you know, probably called up to his boss, who called up to his boss, who called up to his boss. So they could get someone a little bit higher up in the food chain, mm-hmm. you know, some lowly design, you know, in-house design guy to sit there and have to talk to Lou Lamarillo or, uh, what are you doing in my office? You need to get out now, you know. I, want, I Now I really do wonder if they hid it from him. <laughs> Maybe he or the him. boss has just yeah. said, it's time deal and he respects you know authority. the chain of command well, and authority the the reason i wonder if they hid it from him because um what would the first thing he would have made them do shake off the beard damn right he would have made the, he would have had them <laughs> shave the fishermen or uh, no facial hair on our logos like, so, Lou, these are the two logos that we have, and it needs to be reverse retro. Which one are we going to use? 
We already have this in our everyday jersey. <laughs> Shave the beard off the fisherman and let him go. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Everyone was, not everyone, there was a bunch of people hoping that the Kraken would do the Metropolitan Stripe, and I keep being told that's they're saving that for a real third at some point. Mm. Or potentially a... Outdoor game. Yeah. To get one. Yeah, and that makes sense. Don't. This should be a one-off. It should just be a fun little... Hey, hey, hey let's try this once. The Metropolitan look, without going all Montreal Canadian Centennial, needs to look good and should take a little more time than they've got the color palette for it right now oh they could do it but like everything nhl they don't they're gonna mess up the details if they try to do that this year oh sure they may probably also want to figure out who's going to be the new jersey supplier and try and work Mm -hmm. with them and honestly, dear new future Jersey supplier, do not use a word like retro and don't bring back the fake laces. Do that and fix your collars and we might have something to work with for three years. You hear that, that doesn't look armor? like <laughs> just if you see the CCM AHL jerseys, if it looks anything like that, you have failed the assignment just like half the teams. We're full of ex-hockey players who have had the imagination beaten out of them. Attention. Or whoever signed off in Buffalo with a white logo on a white jersey. A. Doesn't doesn't work. Oh, wait, it's the NHL. Yeah. Attention, Mm -hmm. Patrick Frisk, CEO of Under Armour. Here is your assignment. Please listen carefully. And I'll just replay what you just said, Pat. (laughs) Okay. Good, good. Now that we've solved their jersey problems, what else should we talk about? (laughs) Um, What's more of a fluke? Buffalo at the top or Vancouver at the bottom? Vancouver, no. Buffalo at the top? No, I don't think it's, no. No, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. That team gets no no respect put on their name. No, see, see, they are by default because... Vancouver is not surprised. It's not surprising that Vancouver's at the bottom. Uh, they were <laughs> a mushy middle team for me. And they'll still be a mushy middle team. Is because they were going to have offense but no defense. Right now they have neither. Well, apparently well, nobody in the NHL has defense because we're getting six something scores like nightly at this point. Well, it's because we are still within the 20 game. Everything is batshit grace period that everyone wants to forget because we got to hyper overanalyze everything. So it's not because um, cap problems, everybody's getting squeezed and they're just not re-signing veteran players and signing a bunch of young guys that they have put out on the ice and um, they don't know what they're doing? Except for apparently the aforementioned Brian Burke and Ron Hextall. Yeah, there's your other, there's your real surprise, Kathy. It's not the Buffaloes at the top. It's who else is up there with them. 
And it comes down to goal differential. Pittsburgh looks like a defensive juggernaut at the moment. You know what? Buffalo just needs a few more goals because they're doing the exact same thing. Everyone else, this is the year of the mushy middle. And surprisingly, we have only seen, if you can believe this, two shootouts to date. Give it time. Oh, I know. Good God, exactly how tall is Alice and Lucan? Sorry, um, it was, they're, they're on the post-game show and they're they're doing a standing segment with her and the host and Nick Olchek and she's like looking down at Nick. <laughs> yeah, she's also probably wearing heels, so... Well, even even without the... I, I calculate the offset for the heels. She is wearing heels. They're not... No, she's still looking down at him if she was flat-footed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, um, uh, where the hell was I? I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Oh, so the other, I guess, the only other news that we had this week <laughs> that we may or may not want to talk about is um, uh, David Poyle. How did this happen? 3,000 regular season games as general manager of period, I guess. Um, <laughs> he's been GM of more than one team, right? He's been GM of, of Nashville for so long that I can't remember what other teams. Capitals. For. Right, right. Um, how, did it, how did it happen? I believe I responded to this in our group chat saying... Let me pull it up here really quickly because my brain is so functioning. Um, people who are successful at hiding their incompetence are generally rewarded. Mm-hmm. So, and when you make the owner a little, <laughs> when you make the owner a little playoff gate each year, but yep, don't do anything else. Yep. Well, yep. So, um. Hey, you know, as I, I uh, speaking of playoff gates, you know who's actually looked pretty good, and they are they are on a razor's edge, right? Anybody on this team gets injured, they're done for. Is the Vegas Golden Knights? They played last night's game was highly entertaining. Last night being Saturday, time is a spiral, space is a curve. Um, against the Avalanche was highly entertaining, highly, 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 highly entertaining, and somebody looked really good. In those gold sweaters, wearing number eight, mm-hmm. are Philip J. Kessel. This has been the Three B Three Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Three B Three Podcast. We're available for NHL consulting at reasonable fees. <laughs>